Hi, welcome to Overthinking Entrepreneur. I'm Megan, and I've had a successful online business for a few years now, and I think I overthought probably about 90% of my decisions along the way. Honestly, I just overthought whether I should say 90% or pretty much every decision in this intro. So if you find that relatable, you are definitely in the right place. In this podcast, I will help you get out of overthinking and into action so that your online business can finally start growing. This episode is called Permission to Overthink Sometimes. So I know we've been talking a lot about how to keep your overthinking from holding you back. And I've also kind of touched a bit on the fact that I think that my overthinking can be something that actually helps me in my business. And so today I want to talk to you about those times when overthinking can actually be a good thing and when to give yourself permission to do it. Because like I was saying, I don't think that you're ever going to completely stop overthinking. I just don't. You are welcome to disagree with me if you think that you can change your nature in that way. But I have tried for a lot of years now and I've never managed to do it. And so I've decided rather than trying to change who I am, what I'm going to do is lean into who I am and figure out the strategies and how to kind of manage myself and my own brain. I know that I am going to overthink. I know that I'm going to be a perfectionist. I know that I'm going to procrastinate. I know all of these things about myself. And instead of trying to change them, which has not worked and has instead just made me feel frustrated, what I choose to do instead is say, how can I work with these things? How can I make it so they're not a problem? They're going to be there. They're part of me. And that's fine. But what do I need to do to support myself knowing that? What do I need to do to make it so that these things don't slow me down. And in fact, they can even make me better. Because like I was telling you, I really do think that the reason why I overthink and why most of us overthink is because we care. It's because we want to help people get results in our business. We want to be that go-to expert. We want to help people. We want to have more impact. We want to do the right things for a good reason, with good intentions. And so I don't want to shut down that side of myself who wants to do a really good job, which is where my perfectionism comes from. You know, I I want to give you the best thing that I can possibly give you. And so I obsess over trying to make it perfect. And I like that part of myself. I think the fact that I care so much has been a big part of what's able made me able to succeed over all of these years is that I actually care. I'm coming from the right place. And Yes, it makes my life difficult sometimes, and I sometimes wish that I could just slap up any old thing and sell it and make a bunch of money that way, but that's not who I am. I'm a person who really cares about doing a good job, giving you what you need, helping you get results, making sure that I'm putting out my best quality of work, and I like that about myself, and I I really do. Like I said, I think it's been a big key in my success, and it can be in yours too. So stop seeing your overthinking as bad all across the board. Sometimes overthinking is not good. Sometimes it comes from fear. Sometimes it's a form of self-sabotage. Sometimes we're just wasting time. Sometimes we're getting hung up on things that just don't matter that much. But at the end of the day, the reason that your overthinking exists is because you care. So the next time you find yourself beating yourself up over your overthinking, take that step back and say, okay, I'm only doing this because I truly care. And you can even like give yourself that little, that little mental hug, right? Like it's okay. Good job self. I know that you care and I love that you care, but we also need to make sure that we're moving forward. Right? So um, let's talk today about when you should let yourself overthink and when you shouldn't, because there are times 
when I think that it can be beneficial. And I think that when I try and stifle it completely, it explodes in a lot of different areas of my life. When I try and not let myself overthink at all, I overthink even more. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you do the same thing, but I feel like when I say, okay, I'm definitely not going to overthink at all today, I overthink so much more. So my goal is to reduce my overthinking, but not completely stop it and figure out where are the areas of my business where I can channel it for good. Instead of letting the overthinking be in control, I don't know if that sounds silly or if that makes sense to you, but I used to feel like the overthinking was in control. I felt like I didn't get to decide what I would overthink about and what I didn't. And I felt like I was just powerless and I don't know, I'm just an overthinker. That's just who I am. There's nothing to do about it. And I had that mentality for a long time. And so now the way I look at it is, okay, I overthink because I care and because I want to put out really good quality products and really help people. That's not a bad thing. And I know that I'm going to overthink at some point. So how do I put my overthinking powers to good use? So (laughs) um, when it comes to something silly, like should I start this challenge on Monday or Tuesday? You have to just make a decision, okay? Like that is not a good use of overthinking. Something that is small and minor like that. Should this be light purple or dark purple? Should You know, and you can make yourself crazy. So if it's a small decision that isn't really going to impact the overall outcome, and I like to think of it in terms of, first of all, how will this impact the people on the other end? So my customers or your clients or whatever you call the people that you work with or even your audience members, your people, maybe they don't even buy anything from you. But I like to start by thinking about them. Which choice is going to be better for them? If it doesn't matter, if it's not going to impact them really either way, then I think, okay, is one of these choices better for me? And if it's not, then it's not that important of a decision, right? If it's not, if neither of these choices are really going to make a huge difference for my customer or for myself, then I have to stop overthinking. I say have to, do I always? No, I'd love to pretend that I do. But what I have learned to do in this situation is to ask other people, because I can get stuck in silly decisions like this. I know that I can, and you probably can too. So what I have done is found a support system of business friends that I can ask and say, hey, someone make this decision for me. <laughs> so <laughs> we do this in my membership. We have a group chat, and I will do it often, and so do the members. I'll say, hey, I'm overthinking this. Here's my two options. What do you think? And then the rest of us will give input, and then they can move forward with their life. So find that support system for yourself, whatever that looks like. Or just flip a coin, literally like close your eyes and point at the screen and whichever one you pointed at is what you do. It doesn't matter how you make the decision. And a lot of times it doesn't even matter what decision you make. It just needs a decision made. And if you keep overthinking and you keep feeling stuck and you keep saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Ultimately, that is going to have a negative result for the people that you want to help because you're never going to get it out to them. And sometimes I need to go down this train of thought, like, okay, is it really going to matter too much to my people whether I do this shade of purple or this shade of purple? Nope, it's not. Will it matter if I don't make a darn decision? Yes, it will, because I will never release this program and all the people who need it won't get to sign up for it because I couldn't decide if it should be this shade or that shade of purple. And when I put it that way, I'm able to see how silly I'm being 
and to just make a decision already. So um, those, that's kind of something that I do to help myself make a decision on my own. Or a lot of times I've tried to just lean into just asking other people, finding that friend. Now, you want to be mindful of who are you asking? Who are you asking for input on? Especially if it's something that does matter. But if it's literally which shade of purple should I use? Ask anyone and just go with what they say. But make sure when you are getting advice that there are people that know what they're they're talking about because people who have never had an online business in their life or people who have had an unsuccessful online business for years love to give advice to other people. And so you just want to make sure that the people you're taking advice from have done what you want to do if it's a decision that matters. If it's something like, you know, how should I structure this program? Or I have this new thing that I want to create and I don't know how I should bundle it together. Like bigger decisions that can have an impact. Make sure that you're mindful of who you're asking to help you make a decision. But also remember that very few things in business are final. If you create a program for, let's say that you do some sort of coaching and you create a program, you can run it this way. And if you find that you don't love one of the the decisions that you made, the next time that you run this program, you'll just do it differently. You are very rarely locked into stone the way that we sometimes dramatically act like we would be. Like, well, I can't possibly move forward unless I know what to do here. And a lot of times it's a program you've never run before. You don't know how this decision that you're making is actually going to work. And you're driving yourself crazy trying to find the perfect answer when there probably is no perfect answer. You're never going to be able to figure it out until you actually do it. And if you don't love it, you can just change it next time. Most things are changeable, okay? Most things in your business can be changed. So sometimes you have to just make a decision and see how it goes, and then you can always change it down the line. Ever wish that you could just hit the reset button on your business? Maybe you've gotten a little bit off track or you just know that it's time for that fresh start. We just wrapped up a business reset inside of my membership and it went so well that I have decided to turn it into a full-blown program. So it's gonna come with video trainings, a workbook, some other PDF resources from my shop. It's gonna take me a little bit of time to get that ready, but that is beneficial for you because this week only, you can grab it on a pre-sale price inside my shop. You will automatically get the workbook and the other PDF resources and then as soon as I have the trainings ready, they will be loaded into your portal. You'll get instant access to them. So if you know that this is something that you need, we cover goal setting and planning, mindset around your business, creating those action steps of what you're going to do to move your business forward, and then how to create a plan and a schedule so that you actually implement what it is that you've worked on. It's a complete reset to kind of give you that fresh start that you need for your business. So you have this week only to grab it at that pre-sale price. Another thing I like to ask myself, is there a reason, if I wait, is there a specific reason that it will be easier to make this decision later? And if there is, then wait. That's not you stuck in overthinking. That's you waiting until you're ready to make the decision. So an example of this could be... Um, I maybe your husband is about to get a new job and you're like, well, I really want to start doing these consistent live videos, but I'm not sure what his schedule is going to be like. And so I'm not sure if it'd be better to do Tuesday or Wednesday. OK, well, that's not you. I mean, you probably could be wasting time overthinking it, but that's not you keeping yourself stuck in overthinking. 
wait until he starts the new job and then you'll be able to make a decision about what's going to work best for your schedule. Or even better, say I'm going to do Tuesdays for now and when he starts his new job, if I need to change to Wednesday, then I will. Again, very few things are set in stone. Make a decision, try it, and you can always change it down the line. But in that example, if he's starting his new job in a week or two, just wait. There's nothing wrong with that. That is not you. Sometimes we think we're overthinking or we're wasting time, but we're really not. We just don't have all the information yet that we need in order to make that decision. So if there's some sort of reason why waiting could be beneficial, maybe you're going, you're in the process of learning a new skill. And once you've learned that skill, you'll be able to make the decision. Maybe you are waiting to hear back from someone about when they're going to be available. Maybe you are waiting to see what the weather's going to do. There's there's a lot of different reasons why it could be a perfectly valid and legitimate choice to hold off on making a decision. So ask yourself, if I wait, is this decision going to become easier? And if not, then you have to just make a choice. But if you can genuinely say, yes, once this happens or once I know this or once fill in the blank here, right, whatever that is, if, if you can identify a specific reason where you can say, OK, if I wait until this happens or I learn this or whatever, that would help me make a decision, then that's fine. You have complete permission from me to keep overthinking. I would prefer that you spend that brain power and direct it somewhere else and work on something else. Just kind of completely set this decision to the side until you you get that information or whatever the thing is that you're waiting for. But you can overthink if you want to, because that is not you being stuck and wasting time. There's a reason why you're waiting. So when something like that happens, it is perfectly fine for you to wait to make the decision. But if you cannot say, if you're basically saying, I don't know, I just find this really hard and really confusing and I'm not sure. But if I ask you, well, what's going to make it easier in two weeks? And you say, well, nothing, nothing's really going to change. I have all the information right now. I, I'm not waiting on anything in particular. I'm just not sure which one. That's when you need to just make a decision already. OK, <laughs> that's when you need to just get going. You can't stay stuck because this now you are overthinking and wasting time. So when it comes to channeling overthinking for good, I like to put the overthinking into the creative parts of my business. So things like creating a new program, creating a challenge. I love to run challenges. I've done free and paid challenges for my community. I think that they are so much fun. I love to create new resources. I love to create new workshops and training programs and things that we do inside of my membership. And so that is where I let my overthinking run wild. And I think about all the different possibilities. I think about what could I create? What are all the things that I could do if if I had unlimited time, what are all the things that I would want to have out there? What are new ideas that I have for how I could support my people and help them get better results? What are all the different ways that I could teach this? What are all the different formats that I could put this in? What are all the different pieces of content that I could create that would support this idea? This is when I let my overthinking just have a field day and just run wild and just <laughs> everything that it possibly wants to think about. I typically will do a brain dump You've probably heard this term before, but if you haven't, it's basically just trying to get all the ideas out of your brain and dump them onto the paper or screen. I prefer to type rather than handwrite. Whatever you prefer is totally fine. But 
I let my overthinking run absolutely wild when it comes to the creative side of my business. So even if you sell products, even if you are maybe a network marketer and you don't feel like you have as much control over that side of your business, there's still a lot that you can do. You can still run a free series in your content. You can create a challenge to put your people through. You can create new ways to support your customers and go above and beyond. You can create an amazing group that supplies your customers with everything they're going to need to see long-term results. And you can create content that you put into the guides in there. And you can create some fun PDF resources that people can print out. And you can come up with ideas for your email list. And you know, it on and on and on and on. That side of your business where you get to be creative, that's where I want you to overthink. That's where I want you to just let that part of you run wild and come up with as many ideas as you possibly can. Then you get to use all of those ideas. So like we talked about in the last episode, I don't want you to get stuck and say, I can't decide which one of these I should do, so I'm going to do nothing. You get to use all of them. You just have to decide which one to do first. So if you find that you have all these ideas and now you're like, I don't know, I have all these ideas, what should I do? Which one do I want to do first? Pick it and run with it and you can do all the rest in time. There will be time for all of them. Don't worry. But what you can do with this is use them for your content. Use them for, so let's say that, um, let's say that you're launching something new and you need to do kind of a promotional launch period in your content. Well, all of these ideas that you just ran wild with, put them all into post ideas. Think through and put your overthinking brain. And I think that those of us who are natural overthinkers are also naturally really great at content ideas if you know how to channel it the right way. So you could think about something like, okay, what are all the reasons why someone might hesitate to sign up for this new thing that I'm creating? And overthink it. Think about it as much as you possibly can. Think about, okay, what would really hold someone back? What could it be the money? Okay, what specifically about the money? Could it be that they don't know enough? Could it be that they feel like they're not ready? Could it be whatever it is? Think through all the different reasons why someone might hesitate to sign up for this new thing that you're creating. And then each of those things that you wrote down gets to become a piece of content. So your overthinking can help you create amazing things for your people. Like I mentioned in episode one, a lot of times when I'm overthinking, especially when I'm overthinking idea creation, when I'm especially when I'm mapping something out. So what I always do is start with an idea. And then I do a brain dump of all the ideas. I let my brain run wild. And then I take my brain dump list and I start to sort it into an outline. I start to make sense of, okay, what could this actually look like? And this allows me to create really amazing things because I don't just hurry up and slap together the first idea that I have and try and get through it. I think and I think some more and I overthink some more and I really deeply think through what can I create? How can I make this the best that it can be with my overthinking? So I use this for ideas when I'm creating something new. And then I also use the same thing for ideas for content. So while it can feel frustrating that your brain never stops and you think and you think some more and you keep overthinking, I want you to see this as a good thing because you have endless ideas. Some people have no ideas. Some people never know what to do. They never know what to say. They always feel stuck because they don't have ideas. 
you, if anything, have the opposite problem, which I would much rather have. So channel your overthinking towards the creative side of your business, the new products and the new ways that you can support your people, and then also put it towards your content. That way you will never run out of content ideas because you have all the ideas and you get to use all of them eventually. It just comes down to which one do I want to use first. Okay, your action step for today is to pick one thing in your business that you can overthink on and let yourself just run wild with your overthinking. So maybe this is a new challenge you want to create for your people. Maybe this is a new content series, a new workshop. Maybe this is you want to have some fun creating some new graphics. What is something new that you can really overthink in a good way, channeling that overthinking in a productive way, something that you can put your creative energy towards and let yourself think and think and think some more and just let it be really fun and the best that it can be. I hope this episode inspires you to go take action on something you have been overthinking. As much as I wish you could, you cannot think your way to success, so promise me you're going to go take some action today. Head over to overthinkingentrepreneur.com to find all the cool stuff I've made for you over the years, like my free guide to getting more social media engagement, and my Facebook group, Dynamite Entrepreneurs, which has a free course on social media basics.